This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Christine, what's the TFC stand for? Two Fit Crazies. Two Fit Crazy Productions? Yeah. Yeah, we produce some podcasts. So, um, you know, people always come up to us uh, and ask us how we can help them or, you know, what we can do. How did you get started in podcasting? What do I need? This and that. We got Let you us covered. help you. Let got- us consult with you. We'll walk you through every step. Got you covered. And then from there, if you feel like recording and sending us the information, we'll produce it. We'll package it. We'll send it back to you nice with a bow on it. And uh, you just upload it yourself. And we'll uh, give you all those marketing tools and everything you need to do in the meantime. That's right. From the leaders in Podcasting 101. TFC Productions. So we're also brought to you by ContiFit.com, which is your virtual online fitness and wellness. You name it, you need it. We're here for you. And uh, make sure, check out the Let's Face It Together Facial Fitness and Rehabilitation Program, working with special populations around the world. Get virtually certified today. Don't miss out. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. We've got virtual online health coaching uh, sessions with me, uh, my company, High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, all the information, highfivehealthandfitness.com. It's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. You know where it's at today? Yeah. Michelle Blakely. Uh-huh. Coming to us from? Chicago. Chicago That's my land. kind of town. Yeah, it is. Um, actually, she's out in the suburbs right now. She said Frankfurt. And um, she is quite the uh, amazing chick. <laughs> she does like it. It's a chick. Use that word. She uh, likes to use that word. She is the uh, owner and founder of uh, C. Jake and Jane Train. Uh, she helps fitness professionals fine tune their business, the business end yeah. of the fitness. Yeah. So, what I want to tell you is that she's got online courses. She literally will come in and assess and analyze. Um, she calls it auditing what mm-hmm. you're doing. And Really, she wants to have everyone focus on what what are your issues going on right now? How can we increase your revenue? Let's analyze your efforts, all right, goals. How much time, money, effort are you putting in for the result? Are you putting too much time into social media without getting a return? There's some powerful, really, I would say nuggets and knowledge that you might sit back and be like, oh, man, like why am I – spending five hours on social media when I'm not making any money off of it. Is it because you're just building your brand? Okay. But I think it's really powerful to, to hear from some of these, you know, innovators and, you know, fitness business advisors and coaches and reflect. Listen, fit pros, if you're not making dollars, you're not making sense. So, uh, <laughs> listen, up. <laughs> so listen up and, uh, you know, learn a thing or two and, uh, and, and, uh, listen to what Michelle has to say. And I guarantee you're going to take something from this and make your business more profitable. You might just need to call her. That's right. All right. Here we go. Michelle Blakely, Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast. Thank you. 
is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how you, how's it going? It's going well. Yeah? I'm feeling it. You're feeling I'm it? I'm feeling good. You got some good weather going feeling on here. Feeling good as hell, right, Lizzo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, you know what also feels good? Our guest today, Michelle Blakely, how are you? Hello. I'm great. I'm thrilled to be here. I love it. I love it when our guests are thrilled because this is a thrilled. good time. This is a good time. It's where it's at. That's what we say. Podcasting is where it's at right now. And um, we're excited to uh, have this platform so we could bring you to all of our listeners around the world because uh, you're pretty cool. You're a pretty cool lady, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you. I thought for sure you were going to say chick, oh. which is a word we use a lot in my household. Being, you're a uh, cool three, chick. Three yeah. women. Chick, yeah. chick. Um, thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy to be here. I appreciate the compliment, uh, for sure. So where are you coming to us from? We, our listeners know we're at the Jersey shore. We're like an hour away from New York city. Where are you today? I am in Chicago land. So I'm in a suburb called Frankfurt. It's this little idyllic teeny, um, you know, suburban town kind of space and I'm really happy to report the sun just started peeking out we've had an incredible amount of rain so that's just just completely changes my day um but yeah I lived in Chicago for gosh at least 20 years so I definitely love the city but uh the suburbs are great as well so yeah love it so we actually we always say that our listeners or our guests don't just fall onto our show. I mean, sometimes, but not usually. <laughs> um, usually there's there's some connection or something's going on. And we actually crossed paths. We were supposed to meet in person in San Diego in what? March. March, March 17th. Oh, my God. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Right. And f- coming from Chicago and from, you know, the Northeast up here right. in freezing land, I don't know about you, but we were really looking forward to going to San Diego. <laughs> 100%. I absolutely. Oh, when my I gosh. look at presenting gigs for the year. Yeah. I yeah, I I'm a little bit embarrassed and not to say I look at what the uh what the weather's going to be like and what the geography is yeah. like where I'm going and I was definitely excited to go to, you know, warm and sunny California. No, we're I mean Yes. So that was on St. Patrick's Day and the whole world shuts down before then. And, you know, we were all going actually for the um, Women in Fitness Association. They were doing a convention. It was also, um, what was it? Um, The Ursa was out there too. Oh, uh uh-huh. Yeah. That week. Like, I mean, it was like the place to be. Um, And then we all canceled our airfare. So we've been in our houses ever since. It's okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Um, it's right. okay. We're all doing great. But um, we did have a chance to, you know, not actually meet you in person. But um, Brian and I wanted you to come back on the show because we did have a chance to give our audience like a little teaser of who you mm. were. And I think you're fascinating. We both think you're fascinating. Mm. And I think our listeners need to hear a little bit about Michelle Blakely. So, Michelle, what is the deal? Why were you picked to speak? Why do you speak? What the heck is going on? Yeah. Oh, thanks. So I actually, uh, little backstory, I actually started really late in life as a professional dancer and always loved musculoskeletal anatomy, got into it late, but worked my tail off, 
you know, and had a nice career there. And um, it was an injury that led me to training. Um, and so I began training on my own, had my own business, rented time, you know, did the whole thing, learned a lot of lessons the hard way, um, but ended up with a good amount of success. And I'm very detail-oriented by nature. I'm a planner by nature. I like to figure things out. Um, I'm, I'm a grinder in a very specific way. So if I, you know, I like to, you know, find the best way to do something. And that served me really well as a business owner. And I was going to take that leap to be a studio owner in the suburbs when my, uh, at the time, husband and I moved out to the suburbs for schools for the kids, you know, from the city. And I did all the research. I was dazed from negotiating the lease, had the build out, priced out everything. Um, and a client said, no, <laughs> she had a million dollar health coaching business. And she said, you need to be teaching other trainers how to run their business as well. Because she, as a client, saw how I ran my business and made certain choices. So I kind of pumped the brakes. And, you know, she was really wonderful, mentored me for a day and talked me through how I could do it. So I learned all about online courses and, you know, really went a different direction. So ever since then, um, which is about five years ago now, I have been helping fitness professionals run their businesses better and thrive and deliver better services to their customers. Um, so my speaking is really centered on that. That's my focus. And it's one of those topics that's not very sexy, <laughs> you know, not, not many people like, um, you know, want to get into the nitty gritty of, you know, ethical behavior or liability concerns or, you know, managing your revenue or tweaking your offerings. But to be honest, when you do get into that part of things, really amazing things happen. Like the ROI on working on your business is just outstanding. Like working on the business of what you do. Right. Um, so that's what I've been on a mission about and, uh, been really, really enjoying it because I can see what advice is serving my fit pro studios and trainers really well. And then that ultimately serves their clients and the general population well. I mean, you say it's not sexy and you say that it's not, you know, a, a necessary <laughs> thing. But, but, you know, re the reality is, is it's needed. Um, most yeah, fitness yeah. pros don't get into the business, um, be based on their business acumen or, you know, they, nope. they, their passion and it's a labor of love and they, they do it because they want to help people and things like that. But that second part of it, the all important part of it, the one that keeps the lights on is really, you know, how you, um, can make it profitable and, and, and really, you know, function correctly. Um, so, right. you know, it's, it's, or you could be the other way. Or you could be that person who's like, I got the money, I got the business acumen, yeah. but I have no idea how to treat people. That's right. exactly right. It's like, you know, yeah. the rock stars have the whole picture. They've, you know, they've got the most yeah. versatile whatever, but no one has it, well, you the, know, correct. The no rocks, one has it. The rock stars so. have a little help, right, mm -hmm. Michelle? <laughs> and that's what I, right. Thank you, Brian. Absolutely. Oh. And that's what I would say. Really, I think one of the key, whether you, you know, hire me or reach out to other, you know, organizations, or you just do a ton of, you know, reading and research and things. 
really, I think the rock stars bring a certain level of humility to the table and an understanding of, I don't know, but it's just, I don't know yet. Right. Um, I think the biggest challenge, um, fit pros, or like you were saying, Christine, the individuals that do have great business acumen, but are more clueless on the fitness side. The biggest problem they have is when, you know, we think we know everything already, or we're not open to hearing there could be a solution right around the corner if we were, you know, willing to ask for it. And some of that's understandable. It's difficult to ask for help, but, um, that success is so worth it, right? That really reaching as many customers as you want, that helping this many people, you know, be healthier or more successful in their endeavors or what have you, like it's, it's worth it. And so I really see the people excelling that are the ones that are willing to ask for that, that help in the, in the business area because they're brilliant at fitness. So, Michelle, how do people find you? How would, you know what I mean? How would I, uh, I'm someone who, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, I I need help. I know I need help. I don't know what type of help I need. I mean, right. How would, how would I go about finding you and knowing that someone like you is what I need? I think that's a big question. Right. And I do do that. I do have an initial, you know, call with everyone. And if they're not a good fit, I will tell someone you know, it's, it's not a good fit. And then I, I direct them to someone that would be a better fit or a resource that would be a better fit. So you can definitely always go to my website, cjakeandjanetrain.com. So that's S E E Jake, A N D Jane train, like training.com. Um, you're also absolutely, I'm more than happy to give my direct business email to everyone. And that's just Michelle with two L's at cjakeandjanetrain.com. And then we're all, we're on, um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, definitely feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, um, with the handle cjakeandjanetrain or cjandjanetrain because it's an obnoxiously long (laughs) domain name. Um, yeah. So I'd love to hear from anyone. My, my door is wide open. Um, I'm always shocked at when I find out um, how few people ask. I was at a huge Perform Better conference and this guy on motivation and um, he works with Bill Parisi a lot, if I'm not mistaken. He offered a sit down, a 30 minute sit down to everyone at the conference at the end of the day. <laughs> and it was like a like a private coaching session which, with which this guy is you know probably worth like 500, $300. <laughs> I was the only person of probably about a thousand people that took him up on it. Why? Why? Like, why? Why is because, that? Because, you know, I don't know. Christine, do you have a theory? I I don't know because I, I talk to everybody. I talk to like polls. <laughs> I, I talk to like my husband was yelling at me the other day because I was talking yes. to the cashier. <laughs> like we had to buy some stuff for my mom at the supermarket. And I'm like, hey. Yeah. How's your day? It was this like guy that, right. you know, he's like, well, you know, I'm kind of tired and blah, blah, blah. Like, he's like right. a high school student. I'm like, well, you have a good day. And my husband's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I talk to everyone. You know, you never know who someone could be and you could brighten their day. Yeah. I, the three of us might be the wrong people to ask. I'm sorry. That was, take advantage I of have terrible, no, 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 I failed. I agree. No, I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. But I, you know, I have to suspect it. Intimidation, um, I think. Yeah. 
or there's a fear factor, what have you. But I was going to go the other way with it and and think that it's more like ego and arrogance that they say, well, you know, why would I, why, why would I talk to that guy? And the same reason that somebody, you know, might not think that they need help with their, you know, with their business end of, of fitness. And, you know, I got this and, you know, I'm, you know, I think that there's some of that too. What's so, you know what the other thing that I think of too, is that sometimes people, you know, it's like, well, if I go to talk to them, are they just going to try and sell me like a nutrition system? Or like, are they totally, going to try and just totally. be like, suck you into something versus, I mean, what I've found even, and I'm very honest with people, you know, they'll reach out and I get these, you know, all these different, you know, multi-level marketing, blah, blah, blah on, you know, Alignable and LinkedIn and this and random people are just yeah. ra- like, like throwing up, you know, their, you know, solicitations. And I almost feel like putting like a no solicitation thing on my, but the other yeah. thing is that I've kind of tried to flip this as much as I can and say, Hey, listen, I really, I'm not the best fit for this. I said, but here's what I do. And if, you know, if you have any, you know, I'm not going to reach out, but if you are interested, here's my info, have a great day, blah, blah, blah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the networking alone is, you know, worth the conversation. I, and I think, I think that that brings up a great point. And it's something that I've actually run into a bit with some of my younger fitness professionals. Um, this wasn't exactly what you were saying, but I think your audience will appreciate this, that there's a responsibility on both sides in the sales process, right? So if, so that, that speaker, for example, or myself, I do this, I've gotten to the point now where when I present, I give them, uh, you know, a QR code so they can just schedule a meeting with me the next day because we're all in California and it's so nice to meet in person and, you know, all of that, you know, pre-COVID, of course. Right. Um, that we, you know, we, we sit down and talk so everybody can get scheduled and get in and, and meet with me. And I really make it very much, okay, give me your backstory, give me your one problem, how can I help? This is what I would do. And then my next step is 100% saying, if I think I can help them, hey, these are the ways I think I could help you. Would you like to sign up? Would you like to join in? You know, and if they don't, that's okay. They stay in my network. It's fine. Um, but the responsibility on me is if I'm offering to meet and sit down and talk with you because we're all at this convention together and this is part of their experience and I love to help, then I should be helping in that 30 minutes. I shouldn't be subjecting them to a 20 minute pitch about my company. Right. (laughs) Right. On the flip side, I have had people who keep calling and ask me, Oh, I just have one quick question. But then what they're really trying to do is like get business coaching for free. Right. And it's a very difficult moment because I really, really want to help them, but they have a responsibility to respect the individual's time and say, okay, you know what? I've called her three times. I keep her on the phone for 20 minutes. You know, I mean, that's not a mistake I make anymore, but, um, you know, I need to own if I want her help, I need to purchase it or, I need to get her help through her social media posts or her blog posts or see her whenever she speaks or, you know, whatever it is that aligns. Um, I was, was given some really so I think good that, advice. I don't know. I think that comes up that. a lot for yeah. all of us. 
So, so no, it, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say that I was actually given really good advice about exactly what you were saying that really, I think, yeah. goes along with what you're saying. You have a business. There's no people even that are out there. I'm you should have, it. yeah, you should have your, your logos on. You should be able to say, Hey, listen, this is what I do. I'd love to help you. Here's my this. Here's my that. Maybe you're not ready now, but you know what I do. And that's, and that's great because maybe one day they're going to need you or, you know, like, for us, we met. I think it's great for you to come on the podcast. That's our, that's kind of what we can do. We have this network around the world that, hey, guess what? Maybe next year you get three people that heard about you on Two Fit Crazies. That's awesome. That's right. um, well, and even, even this, Christine, if you don't mind me interrupting, you know, meeting, if I had kept my focus so narrow, that I just looked at you when we met or, you know, whenever that unfolded, I think we actually met in person in SCW. We we're like, Oh my God, it's you. And like, we were like, we have to talk. And then we didn't talk. Um, but, um, you know, if I had kept it so narrow that I only looked at every person that I interact with as a potential sale, which one is the wrong way to go because they're probably not all the right fit for you. But then I'm missing out on even more powerful or great or, you know, fantastic opportunities, right? Because then we wouldn't have continued the conversation for, you know, you and I to quickly jump on that quick, you know, that little teaser podcast we did where I completely trusted you and I trusted Brian because he was your partner and I wasn't prepped at all for that podcast, but I was like, no, it's Christine, I'll be good. <laughs> and, you know, and just jumped right in, right? I might have delayed on that opportunity. And for this, exactly, you know, I hope there are some, Fit pros out there that could use help and what I'm saying speaks to them and they reach out and we connect and you know that becomes a great relationship but it couldn't have happened if I only looked at contacts as that potential sale I have to you know get to because um, that's uh, limiting it's limiting to everyone involved um, so hopefully there's a there's a nice takeaway for some of your listeners in there too all right that when we open our view of other people and of interactions actually more can come out of it instead of being locked on. I have to sell this person, you know, or I'm so afraid they're going to sell me on something. They may not think you're their customer at all, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so let's get into it a little bit without obviously giving away all the information that, 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 uh, you know, we don't want to be that person that you just spoke about here, but, uh, <laughs> uh tell us, uh, let, let's start with this. What is an area that you feel um, people are, are consistently lacking in? What was an area that you constantly have to tell people to improve? Is it, you know, uh, consideration of their own time? Is it, uh, you know, maximizing the profitability? Like, what? It, what is it? What's the constant? I think uh, definitely, definitely money and revenue. People think they're doing one thing and they're they're not, or they think certain clients are bringing in a certain amount of revenue and they're not. So that's one um, kind of a kind of a layup. That's easy. Most people have that a little bit a little bit messy. Um, but I would say the other area that is a really common problem, I think analyzing their efforts. I call it auditing. I'm, a, I'm an accountant's daughter, um, little mom and pop firm, you know, um, and really taking the time to look at how much time, A, 
what's your, what was your goal? How much time, money, and effort are you going to put into it? Right. And then let's analyze the results. Super simple. And if anybody wants this, it's a one page audit doc I have. I'll just, just email me. I'll send it to you. Um, but I really think that analysis where we take emotion out of things, we take our fears out of things, we take our blocks out of the situation and we really just analyze. Okay. I did a lunch and learn at the chamber of commerce and I hoped that I was going to obtain, you know, five new paying customers out of that. Right. If we go into it with our eyes open, how much time we think it's going to be, how much money it's going to cost, you know, what have you. And then if we analyze what really came out of it and where it really succeeded or failed, we are smarter and better with our efforts next time. I see too many people spending a lot of time on social media or spending a lot of time crafting new fantastic promos, but they haven't done any analysis to see well, where are my ideal clients really coming from? Oh, look at that. 10 referrals from Jane Doe last year brought my company over $15,000 in revenue. Right? Like, let's get Jane a weekend at the spa. You know, um, <laughs> I mean, like, right, we need to. So I think that, really, Brian, I think that um, a really quick look at analyzing what you're doing and what's working for you and what's not in a very logical way, right? Where you're really writing down the numbers and you're really taking a look because just going off of our gut doesn't always work and can sometimes lead us to keep putting efforts in things that aren't super effective or overlooking things that we could put more effort into that would give us an amazing ROI. Michelle, I think that is exactly why, you know, when people go out, you know, whether you're talking to fitness professionals, like we say, there's, there's people that are fit pros on here, but there's people that are business owners, entrepreneurs, people who are, you could, you could talk about this as constant issues as, as being a parent, as, as whatever, you know, business that you run or whatever profession you are, that where is your time going? And I, it's funny, my, my husband is always trying to reel me back. I I think a lot of people in my life, I'm a balloon and like Brian over here is pulling me down. Um, but my husband will say, you know, why, like I'll, I always run ideas by him. I don't know how he is still with me at this point, but I'm always talking ideas and he's like, okay, but what's the business model? What's the plan? What's the ROI? What's the, this, 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 this. And if you're going to put your time in here, where's this? And we're, and I'm like, Boo. <laughs> but it's so true. You're that, like, but you're like, but right. kill. And, no, I'm on my brainstorm high. Right. No. And we're so, I think for fitness pros and, and people that you work with, we're so freaking overpassionate about helping everybody. And, you know, you see everything with COVID, which I want you to touch upon in a moment. Yeah, whereas sure. everyone's putting their goodies out there for free. And that's what I call it. You can't have all your goodies out there for free no. because what the heck no. is going to happen? And, you know, I've, 
again, I haven't done it. And I know that people have said, you know, it would be great if you put classes out for everyone. And and I'm like, they're there and they're 90 cents per class if you'd like to do it. And if that's too much, then you got some other issues going on and you just have excuses. And, um, but it's that time management of, you know, I talk to people all the time. They feel like they're busy, 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 but what are you getting done? Um, and where is your focus? Um, for me, even working with companies, one of the big things you mentioned social media was why not send that email or make that phone call instead of that text, which some people do prefer, or that blast social media. You know, I, I'm that person who I do put things out on social media because I feel like I have to, you know, companies or conventions will say, yeah, don't. You know, it's, it's mandatory. There's pressure. Yeah. I'm like, it's like having a website. Yeah. You, I'm Christine, we made you a flyer. You need to post this all over your, I'm like, (laughs) you know, um, (laughs) but it's, I think sometimes it's flashy. Sometimes it's not really accurate as to, you know, how things are really going sometimes, but it's, I feel like you have to put on this fake, you know, I'm always happy and I'm always successful. (laughs) I'm like, but let's yeah. th- let's talk about that because that's something that's always you know uh, not an issue, but just something that I've I've run into myself. How has social media changed your approach to fitness business? So I um, I don't know if I would say it's unpopular. I have a very specific opinion on social media, and this actually is tethered exactly to that audit kind of. Um, you know, advice I give, you know, that analyze your efforts and see what's really giving you that ROI or not. Um, and I would say that absolute, the way to get people that don't want to do that, to do it, is it bring, bring it back to their mission and their passion, right? So I wonder, Christine, if your husband said to you, okay, this new big brainstorm you have is trying to reach 1 million, you know, triathletes in the world, then do you really think you can spend 10 hours a day doing such and such if it's not going to get you to that 1 million, right? Like if you bring it back, Mm -hmm. if you bring the efforts back to the person's mission, it can usually help um, uh, uh, direct the brainstorming as opposed to just, you know, stomping it out like a, like a, a little fire that was just trying to get started. Um, Anyway. So your question, Brian was uh, social media and how has that impacted my business? So, I, I do not like the, um, sort of pretense and the, the insincere nature that tends to run pretty high on social media, right? I mean, we all have those stories of, you know, the friend just posted something unbelievable about their life. And then two hours later, they're calling you, telling you, how bad they feel today, right? Like it's not a true representative representation of, you know, what's going on as a business owner though. Like I said, I think it's essential. It's necessary. You, you know, you need to um, be relevant for those that are following you. You do need to give them quality information so that they can either help you spread the word or support what you're doing and vice versa. Um, I, I am one of seven people in the United States that does not have a like personal Facebook account that they use. <laughs> like um, I only have it because 
I have to have it in order to have business Facebook accounts. Um, this is my second business. My first was my personal training company. Um, and I spent an entire year, I think it was 2017 or 2018, with a marketing coordinator and a social media um, director. Now, you know, in his defense, he was very green, but that's, you know, that's okay. And we made an incredible effort for months to see if we couldn't bring in more business through social media. When I audited all the time and money that I put into paying, you know, these wonderful people, the ROI was zero. Mm -hmm. Not a single person came through social media to become my client. Now, that, of course, is probably because we had flaws, we didn't do everything perfectly, we, you know, had maybe a knowledge shortage about social media. But for me, if my goal at the time was to acquire new clients, then that did not serve me, right? Now, that's a really limited view. If you are increasing your brand awareness, if you are trying to um, get a certain amount of following so you can earn money um, as an expert with, you know, sponsorship and things like that, you know, that's a completely different scenario. But even then, I would encourage you to analyze it. And the only other thing I would say is, um, and I, I get nervous on, on when I'm being recorded about getting people's names wrong. So I hope to God I'm not getting his name wrong. But um, Brett Contreras spoke like one or two before me when we did the uh, national, uh, the NSCA National Personal Trainer Conference this last June, I think it was. And I watched his because it's all about social media. And I, I loved it. But one of the best things I thought he said, I thought was so refreshing was he showed a slide with his time commitment on a daily basis on Instagram. And he was like, yeah, it's over three hours a day. And he's like, and this isn't even accurate. I should have shown you a week ago, which was five hours a day. Wow. And that is something that, I'm completely okay with if you want to spend that amount of time on social media, promoting your company, reaching more people, helping more people live healthfully and fit. Great. But be honest with yourself that it's that much time or that it's that many interruptions a day or that it's that much time editing your videos before you send them out. Right. So I guess for my perspective might be a little unusual, but that was my, um, that's my take on it. So it, it's, it's changed my business in that it's more, it's just one more thing we have to tend to, but I still apply the same principles so that I make sure it's the right use of my time and the right use of my client's time. Cause I have clients who tell me when I'd have their do their client analysis, you know, and look at where every single client in their book came from, right? They will say to me, 18% came from Facebook ads. Right. Done, right? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Great. Completely worth it, right? But unless you do that analysis, you don't know if that five hours a week is really worth your time. I think if you, you have to really so, research and target too, 
I think some people yeah. just kind of throw things get good against it. the wall and, or are you, no. are you a fit pro? And, you know, if I'm doing a certification, I want to make sure that I posted it in my, maybe the New York, New Jersey, tri-state area That's fitness right. professional page. That That's makes right. sense. And if you see it enough, what do you need to see it a hundred times? You get like a couple people in, you know, right. it, yep. that yep. I feel like makes a difference. And you know what? The other thing I have to say is I'm wondering about this as you're talking. Sometimes you're, let's, let's be honest, we're plugged in, we're addicted to it. You know, we get some sort of certain self-satisfaction, this gratification from the likes and you feel like you have to, I mean, that must be tough to say someone, listen, look at your audit, look at the time you're spending and what, what are you really doing? And for me, I love to be in person. I want to meet someone in person, the mover, the shaker, have a conversation, whether it's on the phone or, you know, we have a podcast and then make that connection, see if it fits. And now you're, you're like a, not that you're a friend for life, but you're connected for life. Right. And, you know, I'm, someone asked me, I'm much more, you know, for us, I'm much more willing to say, Hey, Michelle Blakely's great. She was on our podcast. This is what she does. You may want to check her out. And the same thing right. happens with, I feel like, you know, that's the, that's the time well spent. That, absolutely. You know, and the, I was, and I was actually going to say that, that this, that what we do in our we're you know, lucky. 160 yeah. some odd episodes of podcasts and the guests that we have wow. is the greatest networking tool that we could have ever yeah. created. And I've said it, you know, same exact thing over and over again on this podcast, but it's far better than, Hey, let me throw a post out there and see if I can grab some followers. You know, this is like, right. mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's another thing. Like you can do that. And if you're a guest and you do, and you know, you have, um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to fake authenticity when you're, um, when you're on a, a conversation in a conversation for an hour, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like mm-hmm. a, 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 mm-hmm. an Instagram post can be pretty insincere. Uh, and, and not everybody's like that. I mean, fair in fairness. No. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but you know, it, it's very, it's very hard for you to, you know, to hold up that, um, that image, um, you know, if it's that not real. Facade. I think people feel, I, I hope I, maybe I just hope <laughs> I hope people feel it in their gut or after like what you were saying, Christine, like after a certain number of interactions through different forms, because I do love tech. I mean, I, you know, and I know we said we we're going to talk about COVID. Maybe this will be a, a lead in a little bit, but you know, when I saw COVID hitting, I was the coronavirus. I thought, Oh, Like this is, I, you know, I've been looking at the books and helping trainers and studios with the back end of what they do for years now. I know how fine a line some people were walking Mm -hmm. and, you know, I, so immediately just said, listen, this is how you do virtual training and put up just a ton of, you know, free webinars because I'd actually been virtually training, meaning real time zoom training with a client, you know, with clients for over seven years, right? Which was not really a, a trend, right? We were doing a lot more online training, right? Like sending people PDFs and things. Um, but I think that there's a nice, I think what can happen is there can be a nice blend. Like you can, of course, meet people through social media around the world or, specialty, you know, Facebook groups or meetups or things like that. 
and then get on a phone call or then be a guest on their podcast or then three years later, <laughs> this is one colleague, we've been emailing and talking for years because we met on LinkedIn. And then I met her in person and I just didn't even know who she was because I didn't, you know, I'd forgotten what her face looked like from three years prior. And it was just all hugs and screams and whatnot. So I think that a lot of really great things can happen, but there needs to be enough of a real connection so you can evaluate what's real, right? Like what is the surface of social media and what is, you know, really great content or true connection um, in other ways. So what have you, so now let's, let's turn this for a second. What have you been seeing now or what's the, the constant issue now with the COVID people that you're working with after, you know, in this strange state? Cause I'm sure things have changed a little bit, Michelle. It's changed. Yeah. Um, so I was really honored. I was on the club, one of the first club industry town hall panels on COVID right when we launched Right, right when, you know, uh, the shutdowns were starting. Like I said, I did, uh, virtual training open to, you know, anyone free of charge, just telling them exactly how to do it so they could keep their mon- revenue going. And I'll be honest, those initial podcasts were very, and this is something about me as a coach, Brian, you said something about this that I wanted to speak to. Like I will lay things out for a client and then I will always, always say, this is your business and your decision and I'll support you whatever route you go, but I'm not going to sugarcoat a mistake. I think you're about to make or a consideration. I think that you're avoiding, right? So my first few podcasts as the weeks went on were very much like, okay, you should definitely consider virtual training. If that, 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 that. And then in April, when I gave one of my uh, last ones, the end of April, I was like, Nope, hard. No. <laughs> like all of you should be doing this. You need to be doing this now. Like it was a very different tone. So what I'm seeing out there right now are the business owners that are willing to ask for help, willing to talk to other people, willing to own their role as leader and pivot are doing the best. And I don't mean the best just financially. I mean also the best in terms of their mental state. The people that I am most concerned about are those that are still frozen. And I say that with a mountain of empathy um, because, you know, if you were living paycheck to paycheck or a little bit behind on things and then all of a sudden you're no longer working at the gym or you no longer you know, feel you can train your clients or you feel like you're sucked into the onslaught of everyone saying, oh, give away your classes for free, Mm -hmm. Um, which I can absolutely speak to that. You know, I get I get it. I get why they're frozen. Right. But I really want them, you know, to move forward. So what I'm seeing is this. The people that are, you know, really able to stay afloat are pivoting and making um, calm decisions. It doesn't mean they're not having a tremendous amount of emotion or fear or frustration. Cause let me tell you, that is completely out there. Um, 
It doesn't mean that their finances aren't taking a massive hit. That is definitely happening. But they're they're letting themselves feel those feelings and experience that and then moving forward with the best possible decisions they can with good information. And um, that's what I would invite the people that are sort of stuck in the anger of it all or the people that are stuck in the fear of it all to just take one step at a time toward because my concern is not what we've just endured it's what might happen as we start to reopen things when scientists are some scientists many scientists are very concerned the only reason we saw it level to a degree which it hasn't everywhere is because we were staying put and shutting down. So I'm concerned that the reopening may be temporary or may come with um, sort of a, a, like a whiplash where, you know, we're allowed to reopen a resurgence happens and then we have to shut down again. And people thought it was going to be the new normal. I'm sorry. I know I'm getting really specific there, but like those are all those are all my concerns, um, and that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing going on. That that's a definite possibility. You know that that's abs- You know absolutely. If we if we're not looking at this from all angles, then we're, we're not doing our jobs correctly. So, you know that that's um, something that that does make sense. My advice my advice to trainers and studio owners right now, especially my coaching clients, is I want you to do what you need to do that is urgent and important, right? So do what you need to do for this week, this month, not this month, this week, today, um, you know, the next two days, right? Stay on top of that. I want your communication and connection with your clients and your teams to be super strong. And I want you to be also simultaneously looking at What are you doing to think of the next month as a whole, two months, three months, six months? Um, And that's a lot to ask. It's also, it also only has to be as robust as you need it to be, right? We can still hit all three of those and keep everything very simple, right? Get rid of all the clutter that isn't important right now and just stay on those, those tasks, I think. So, Michelle, as um, as our time winds down today, what is going on? What are you hosting? What What's going on that, that yeah. you need to tell our listeners about? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so if any of this spoke to any of you guys and you'd like more help or something, please don't hesitate to reach out, right? Um, you've got my email. You've got my website now. But what I have going on is on Tuesday and Thursday evening – May 19th and 21st, we're going to have um, Who Moved My Dumbbell, (laughs) part one and part two. And it is uh, money and mentality um, and fear discussions in light of COVID-19 for Fit Pros. So we're really going to dive in and help you guys get back on your feet as you look at your relaunch and reopening. So definitely sign up for that. We'll have a pop-up on our homepage um, shortly. It'll be there by the time this podcast comes out. 
And then the other thing I really want to make sure everyone is aware of is a dear colleague of mine, James Donasso, who's a seven-year state director at the NSCA. You know, he came in and watched some of my virtual training webinars, and he said, oh, my God, you've got to be getting this out into people's hands. And um, and this guy is so, you know, old school. I was really touched that he, he was so behind um, such a such a technological suggestion. I mean, when James and I met, he had a flip phone and no, you know, con- <laughs> nothing digital whatsoever. I mean, still. Um, so we actually put our heads together and worked our tails off, um, creating something called the Revenue Rescue Kit for Fit Pros. So what we have now, in light of the reopening, is we're including the Revenue Rescue Kit three live masterminds and uh, the bonus financial aid EED and a one-on-one 30 minute coaching call for anybody that purchases it. We're trying to put as much value as we can in this thing to help keep um, people in business and help keep them feeling supported. Uh, We priced it really low. Um, Right now the data back from the revenue rescue kit is Everyone is earning. Everyone that bought the kit is earning. Everyone is earning 65% or more of the revenue they were earning before COVID. And then everyone is feeling much more confident and able to navigate this. So we're really happy with the data. Um, We've got a money back guarantee. So we don't want anyone concerned about their finances with it. so anyway, so that's what we've going on. The free webinar, join us, join us, join us, sign up on our website, and then definitely um, purchase the Revenue Rescue Kit if if revenue is important to you right now and if staying connected to your clients is important right now. It better be. <laughs> that's <laughs> for sure. Give us that website one more time, Michelle. Absolutely. It's cjakeandjanetrain.com, and that's S E E. J-A-K-E-A-N-D-J-A-N-E-T-R-A-I-N.com. Awesome. Well, Michelle, it has been an absolute pleasure having you back on the show. And um, I am super excited to get all of your info out to our listeners who we're all in this together, Michelle. So we got yeah. it. We're, we're all here yeah. to help each other. Well, and to that end, I want to, you know, thank both of you very, very much for having me. And thank you for continuing to do all that you're doing to keep everyone's spirits up and keep good information coming to them and keep them, you know, feeling that they're connected to you and connected to to something that is so meaningful to them, even though our lives have been turned upside down. So thank you guys so much. It's really it's been an honor. Anytime. Our pleasure. Absolutely. And with that said, it's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. In the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.